This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and did you hear what the one said to the three? Have you seen Irene too? She's very funny. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and if you're a donut shop without Kino, don't even look at me. Mm. I'm Tess Barker, and I'm about to go to Target in full makeup. I can't wait to see no one I know. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. First guest related joke ever. Uh, that yeah. is, that, that's, I mean, 10 years it took us. <laughs> that's a high yeah. honor. I hope, yeah. I hope she appreciates it. <laughs> very, very timely. This is, an, I mean, I wrote the joke in the moment. We saw the process happen. The mm-hmm. light in your eyes come across them as you were like, ooh, I got a hot one. I got one in the I hot got, room. It's, I don't know if it's a hot one, but it's a, it's a one. It's, a, it's warm. One. You served. <laughs> you served us a meal. It's yeah. warm. Yeah. It was heated to temperature. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> At a certain it's point. a lukewarm lean cuisine. Mm. <laughs> it's in one of those chafing dishes. The chafing dish joke. <laughs> Which is great. Can we talk about the sleeve. Who came up with the uh, hot the uh, hot pocket sleeve? What an invention! Oh my god, game changer, an un- unknown genius. You know, in what? Our time. I could use. A, I'm such a cold person. I could use a similar. I was gonna say I could use a similar sleeve, and then I realized I might just be talking about a jacket. I think mm-hmm. you are. I guess it's kind of. It looks kind of like those emergency foil jackets they yes. put on people. The marathon. So maybe jacket. that's the yeah. same. <laughs> it is very yeah. similar, and like that is a trip, right? So I guess the the foil is generating heat. Yeah, just from yeah light? against you. Apparently. It's so I'm just looking it up very quick. It's a uh, um, so if you look up hot pocket sleeve, it takes you to a Wikipedia article for a susceptor, which is a, a material that is used to uh, absorb electromagnetic activity and convert it to heat. Wow. So it picks your energy and it converts it to heat around you. Wow. So it is the same thing as the yeah. Wow. Wow. It is. It, this has very big. I, I I bet you the creator was somebody that had to sit outside in the winter during a bomb threat in 1998 and was like, oh, this is this is how this works. <laughs> I don't know if your guys' high schools had a ton of those in like the I was late like, 90s. This is a very you guys, weird specific reference. We definitely Truly. had a lot of bomb threats, but we never got jackets. It was just like go sit on the field oh. and wait to well, get exploded. Well, because you're in California. You're in, Southern, you're in Southern California. Yeah. Oh, no, they yeah. gave us, we had so many, so many just tinfoil wraps that we'd be sitting out multiple times in the winter serious? for hours on end. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, we never uh, weren't getting any bomb threats. You didn't get bomb oh, threats yeah. in Salt Lake City. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You're lucky. 
I uh, I think like once or twice, but not a lot. I will oh, never I, forget because I took classes at the junior college in the morning, and then I would come to high school for a couple classes. And so I got to school mm-hmm. at like 10 a.m. and there were a ton of cop cars in the SWAT machine. So I, SWAT mm-hmm. machine, SWAT team. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell Vegas? I was just in Vegas? You know, the swap machine. I didn't even correct the all just like, uh-huh. yeah, swap machine. <laughs> um, and I go to the officers. and like, is something going on there? And they were like, no, 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 go on. And then as soon as I got on campus, they were like, there's been a bomb threat. Go to the football field. I'm like, why did the fucking cops just tell me to walk into an active bomb threat? Like, let me go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. You're giving me a reason, the, the best reason to ditch right now of all reasons. Yeah, but Goodbye. just from like a safety perspective, if the school's going to get exploded, no, you want no one sense. more soul in there? Mm, no. <laughs> one more soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 90s weren't all they were cracked up to be, you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, um, we got a oh, hot, should, we got a crispy hot episode. Oh today. yes, we do. I should say, I uh, mm-hmm. next weekend, uh, I think May sixth and seventh, I'm gonna be at the Chief Festival mm-hmm. in Colorado and New Mexico. It's like happening in two different cities. Ooh. Um, so yeah, it's called the Chief Bike and Comedy Festival. There, people will be biking to shows and things like that. So check out my Twitter for which shows I'm doing, but it's going to be super fun. How and fun. There's also a show on an Amtrak train and shit. It's Ooh. Be hey. Yeah. Hell um, yeah. I'm really, I'm, I'm excited. I haven't done a festival in forever, so I'm just excited for hijinks, you know, yeah. hijinks to ensue. Yeah. So it's going to be a good time. And also this coming Sunday, uh, we have another Lady Lady Zoom show, uh, May 1st. So uh, get your tickets, ladysunday.eventbrite.com. Yeah, These come blast. hang out with us. Get your May started off with a blast, baby! Woohoo! Um, let's get to our guest. You may have heard of her earlier in the show. From Barbara's First show. guest to have an opening <laughs> joke written about her. Oh, the honor, the honor. <laughs> um, she's so funny. She's a hilarious comic, so... Definitely go check her out if she's in your town. She tours around a lot. And her first album is out right now, which you can purchase. It's called We're Done Now. You can get it on Bandcamp, iTunes, Amazon Music. Uh, go to her website and get it as well. It's Irene, too. We'll just jump in yeah. and say hi to Irene. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us from New York. How's the New York City? You got the good pizza? You got the good pizza out <laughs> well, there no. in New York. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to do that accent because that feels wrong to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm from the East Coast. Feels wrong do if it. I do it. Yeah. Um, no, the pizza is good. I had a pizza yesterday, but um, the weather's terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, what's going on over there? It's, well, I, I got in Sunday and it's basically winter. Um, and it's okay today, but I didn't pack. I didn't wear, I didn't bring a hat. I didn't bring a scarf. I didn't bring gloves. Yeah. Are you from the West Coast? No, I'm from Chicago. So people are like, are you used to it? And yeah. I'm like, I've lived in California for. No, I feel like if you, as, once you live in California over like a certain amount of years, it's just like you're adjusted. Yeah. You live here yeah, now. I've you live forgotten. Here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because I, we can't, re- we don't yeah. do well on the East Coast because to us, March is like summer. So I remember mm-hmm. I packed mm-hmm. for a trip on the East Coast <laughs> last winter at my in-laws house. And I was thinking like, oh, spring on the East Coast, like, you know, with humid weather, a lot of linen. Uh, it was fucking 30 <laughs> degrees. I spent nope. that entire trip under a quilt. I did not leave that quilt. I had nothing other than that quilt to wear for an entire week. <laughs> That's yeah, I think one of it my snowed favorite. a little. 
things yeah. when East Coasters move to like when they have that era where they're like, oh, like I completely can't handle any cold anymore. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. you're one of us now. Mm-hmm. No, it's a hard <laughs> it's a hard transition to hit for sure. I remember I, f- I flew home for Obama's first inauguration and my plane okay, was brag the- much. <laughs> And um, plane, say you're from DC because if you're not, it DC. doesn't make any sense. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was like, a random thing to say. Yeah, I'm from DC. Um, but the plane was the funniest plane I've ever seen because it was just a bunch of like UCLA girls in Uggs and a fashion scarf and a hoodie. And I was like, it is January mm-hmm. on oh, the mall. No. Yeah. And I just watching them get off the plane in Maryland, every time they walked past the gap, they all screamed. You just heard, ah! <laughs> and I was like, oh, horrible mistakes have been made. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. It was amazing. <laughs> so what's up? Are, are you, you're on the road a bunch, right? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, well, no, it's good. It means I'm working, so that's nice. But, uh, right. you know, travel, you get it. The travel's to very yeah. exhausting. I got here Sunday. I'm still tired. Then I have to leave tomorrow morning. So I'm just going to be pooped for like a whole week i know it's so hard yeah as we get older you're like oh right like literally just any act of traveling i'm exhausted anything mm-hmm. on top of that you're like what i have to do more than just, just this anything yeah, anything yeah. is exhausting yeah <laughs> anything yeah. anything is bad yeah <laughs> well you know you i'm not flying first class so i'm sleeping in an upright chair squeeze mm-hmm. <laughs> next to somebody lucky i'm lucky if i get a window seat but then also there's the huge time change. So that throws me off. So it's 1 p.m. Yeah. here. But I feel like it's it's 10 where you guys are. But yeah. honestly, it feels like 7. So exactly. Because you have to deduct for all the oxygen you lost on the plane. And then <laughs> yes. like, just the crunchiness of being in the airport. And getting a cab. Each okay, so wait, events. did we get rid? Did we get rid of daylight savings? Or like I what I'm happened? Yeah, what happened? Because I, I hope so. I just want to say I hope so. Does it? I thought I it got voted to get. I don't know that we're not going to have know. anymore. I'll I'll believe it when I see it. I feel like I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like when the clock doesn't change in six yeah. months, I'll be like, oh, okay, I guess it's real. Yeah. But I we'll think see. they passed it maybe in like one of the houses or something, and then, yeah. but I don't think it like got signed like for real. Yeah, I, I think don't it's like, think you know, it did. It's yeah. I, yeah, it got like a. It became a resolution. or It's on its way to becoming real, but I don't think it's real, real yet. But I actually have mm-hmm. more faith in this than I've ever had in any other matter. Oh, of yeah. This is like the only topic <laughs> anyone can yeah. come together on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, I was reading something. Uh, you know, I skimmed the article. But um, <laughs> that they that they did this, like, before. And they, they got rid of it. And within a year, they were like, oh, this was a horrible mistake. And then they oh. brought daylight oh. to the Really? Interesting. It does feel like almost like a bad idea right now just because everything is so fucked up. Like it almost feels like we're tempting fate to like change something on that magnitude. (laughs) Like that's really going to be the tipping point somehow. I guess, but there's entire states that already don't do it. And, right. count, and certain like county to county in some places too. That's chaotic. <laughs> well, dude, time travel, time dude, travel. Do you yeah. know that in Indiana, in Indiana, you can choose which time zone you are you're in, county to county. So oh, I confusing. Personally, I really like seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like each county can be a different, can be one of two different time zones. So it's just pure chaos. Yeah, so you drive from county to county, you don't know what time it is? Yeah. 
Oh my god. Wow. Great <laughs> excuse to be late places though. Great I'll excuse say. Oh, totally. to be late. Going. And I'm trying to think of a way you could maybe scam some kind of a contest in this manner. Like the deadline is at midnight, so maybe you can enter <laughs> twice. Drive back and forth. Great for college kids. Yeah, great for college kids who are trying to (laughs) (laughs) pretend that they got a thing on at a different time. Yeah. It would be clutch to live in an earlier county, but then work in the later county, though. Because I think then you could, like, sleep in an extra hour. But then all of your fun stuff Ooh. starts. Although I don't know, I don't. We're gonna get into time travel, guys. I, I don't confused. know how this works. Yeah, exactly. It's getting crazy. I'm confused. <laughs> um, okay, I've got to tell this story that happened the other day. Okay. And I know some of you guys have heard this, but um, so our friend Erin is getting married, and mm-hmm. she has been like trying to figure out what to do for makeup because she doesn't really like makeup, and you know, so. So somebody's like, well, look, look up celebrities that you think you look like and like kind of go with that. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, OK, well, I feel like I kind of look like Rashida Jones and I'm going to look up her makeup. And so she was at my house and we were talking about it. And my friend was giving her shit. She was like, you don't look like Rashida Jones. Like, you just don't. <laughs> they do have similar like facial features, you know, but she was mm-hmm. just basically just giving her shit and, you know, ribbing her for saying she looked like her. Mm-hmm. So that's the backstory. So the other day we were going to get our dresses fitted for her uh, her uh, wedding. And we go to a gas station. And we see we see a woman. Then, and Aaron says, like, oh, she kind of looks like Rashida Jones. And then we tell our other friend in the car the story about she's like, okay, I was trying to find something. And, you know, I said I looked for things like Rashida Jones. And she was like, you don't look like Rashida Jones. And we're just kind of sitting in the car, like, laughing and, like, telling a stupid story and whatever. And then the girl who's getting the gas comes over and she's like, that is Rashida Jones in the <laughs> car next to us. And oh, she no. had just heard us like yelling her name and like laughing <laughs> oh, no. and just oh, like sounding oh, like no. we were weirdly talking shit. You know, I don't know what she it sounded oh, like. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And we look over and we're like, oh, my God, that's her. And she fucking flips us off. <laughs> she rolls down her window and like slowly <laughs> and I just like we all felt so bad because from her perspective it just probably sounded like we were like I don't know weirdly like making fun of her for some reason because <laughs> I don't think she could really understand obviously it's a weird story so like you wouldn't know what the fuck we were talking about you know yeah she probably just yeah, heard yeah. her so name a bunch hears- of times Exactly. She just heard her name, heard us laughing like maniacally. Yeah. And yeah. like, and then it was just like, what are these fucking weird women doing? <laughs> like, they're not even like trying to come up to me. They're just like saying my name and talking shit. And I feel like we just like ruined her day. And oh, she, no. She was pissed and flipped us off. Oh, my God. Wait. So a woman from a third party came up and told you that it was Rashida? No, Jones? The, the woman who was getting the gas. So we oh, were in, in the your, car. Oh God, I got it. I got it. We were okay. in the car getting gas on the opposite side of the of the other tank or yes. the, whatever. The gas the thing aisle. was yeah, yeah. Rashida Jones. Oh, my God. And okay. so we're like right there. We're very close to her. <laughs> and oh, so she has so her close. door open. She can hear, you know, she has her door open to get gas and Arlene, the one who's getting gas, comes over and she's like, that's her. And we're like, wait, what? (laughs) And then like, I guess she drove up like slowly and like looked at us and then drove away and flipped us off. (laughs) Also, like, so funny. It would, (laughs) if I was Rashida Jones, I for sure would not get my own gas. Like that would be an errand that would go (laughs) off the to-do list forever. No doubt about it. So sure she is getting her own gas. And just when she steps out to get her own gas, 
what does she get but bombarded? I, I, right, exactly. That's that's the lesson. Make someone else get. It was funny too because we were at the most expensive gas station because my friend's boss pays for her gas or something. She was like, it doesn't matter. Normally, we would have been at the fucking Arco or some shit where Rashida mm-hmm. Jones would not be anywhere near. But the one we went to the expensive gas station because we were low on time. And she just happened to be there in her, like, BMW. So then afterwards, we were like, should we, like, try to tweet at her? And I was like, no, the story's not going to make any sense. No. You know, like, I don't think we should try to tell her what happened. Just, like, if we see her someday, maybe. But, like, I'm not going to be like, sorry, we were talking about how my friend doesn't look like you at all. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like a bad lie. Exactly. It just, (laughs) it's like, it's not, it doesn't. We just have to take the L, I think, and just yeah. bad. She just needs to think that there was a car full of Karens at a gas station <laughs> and know. just and just live her day. Oh man, <laughs> I know. I just the awe, the it, the it's insane. Like it's insane. I mean the the likelihood that she was filling her gas at the same time as you on the opposite side at the gas station. That's insane. While you were I talking know. about her, is, I know. is crazy. It yeah. was. Hey, L.A., baby. You never know. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> you got to be careful through. in this town who you talk shit about because they could be literally five five feet away from you. Um, yeah. So any, anyway, Rashida, if you're listening, we're so sorry. That was not <laughs> us trying to be mean girls or something, which I don't know what we would have been trying to do there. Yeah, we're goofing on our friend Aaron. That's it. More than I know. Anything. It's so because, you know, I'm sure obviously she's a very famous person. It's like. Mm-hmm you're used to people being weird around you or like giving you looks or maybe hearing your name because they're like, I think that's this, but this is just, yeah. Sean and I were in line at the Vegas airport, um, (laughs) coming back from Vegas on Sunday and Jerry Rice, who played for, I want to say the Niners for a long time. Anyway, he's a super famous, like super famous OJ Simpson. (laughs) If he hadn't murdered someone level of athlete and, And he was. I a, think. I think the murder puts OJ over the top. Actually, I think. That I mean, makes yeah, him he's more. more famous. He's more notorious. <laughs> he's for, more yeah, notorious. <laughs> but before he was mm-hmm. stabby, he was the juice. So. Mm. <laughs> 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 so this guy Jerry Rice is in front of us at the airport, and it was it was interesting because Sean pointed him out to me first, and I don't. I'm like, okay, and he was dressed like a rich professional athlete, you know. But then, like, it was funny mm. walking through the airport security behind him because I did just hear like every 45 seconds, Jerry Rice, hey, it's Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice, right, <laughs> right, right. And like, you must just, keep, just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're just constantly hearing your name whispered by strangers. <laughs> what a weird existence. <laughs> may we all yeah. have it someday. Yeah. <laughs> may, may, may that be all of our fate is to just hear our name whispered behind us like a schizophrenic at some point. That would be amazing. <laughs> Brandy Posey, That's the Brandy dream. Posey, Posey, hey. <laughs> Fingers <the> crossed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Irene, have you ever been recognized like out in the world? I was just going to say, I'm bummed I don't have a celebrity story now. You don't have any celebrity (laughs) stories? I'm like shaming you. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) Well, I've never run into one in L.A. Because, you know, they tell you when you move to L.A., you're like, oh, you're going to run into celebrities all the time. Mm -hmm. I've never met a famous person in L.A. Interesting. Hmm. Are you bad bad at recognizing them? You might be bad at recognizing No, 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 no. That's not true. (laughs) If I know who they are, I would definitely recognize them. But I'm sure there's celebrities I don't know who they are that I wouldn't. But if I know a celebrity, I have, um, well, a big Taylor Swift fan. Oh, my God. I was just listening to Tay this morning. She's great. I know. But um, in high school, I went to go, um, 
I uh, won like a radio contest thing. Technically, my grandmother won. It's like you show up at like a radio contest thing. You put your name in a bucket and they draw names out. So I brought my whole family with me uh, and we all put our names in. And technically, my grandma won, but she doesn't care about Taylor Swift. So I went. Mm -hmm. So it was like a meet and greet. So I'm like waiting in line to meet her. And then she was dating Taylor Lautner at the time. Mm -hmm. And he was sitting in a corner. And none of the other girls who were younger than me recognized him. I also had never seen uh, Twilight. Right. And I was like, oh, that's Taylor Lautner. Yeah. So I said hi to him. And, you know, he signed my iPhone at the time. And uh, that was that. He signed your iPhone? Because <laughs> I didn't hey. have anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great, though. That's the and I was getting your like, tits signed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't even have like anything for him to sign. I didn't know what to do. I also like, I'm like, well, I wasn't really a fan of his or not. Of course, fair. I but you're like, like yeah. I gotta do away. something. He wasn't even like, Robert Pattinson, here. but sure. Yeah. <laughs> he was just there. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I well, I'll have him sign something. My takeaway yeah. from that story is I just have yet again, and I never think this is possible, but more respect for Taylor Swift because that is amazing that she dragged her also super famous boyfriend to a fucking meet and greet where she knew she wasn't <laughs> even going to be able to hang out with him. And she's like, I'm not even going to be here. You're going to sit in the corner at my meet and greet. No, you're not going to watch the game. You're not going shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Lautner, I feel like, kind of disappeared. Like, there were so many, like, women obsessed with him, and he just kind of, like, bloop. Like, Robert Pattinson's had, like, a real... He's Batman. Mm -hmm. ...robust career, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he's still acting, Taylor Lautner. I think he I think he was just in a Netflix thing, but, yeah, he's kind of, like... I was just reading, God, I was just reading this, cra this crazy, it reminds me of this story about how there's this TikTok uh, influencer who I guess is this guy who's like 21 or something and he lip syncs to like 80s songs and I winks a bunch. He's like some model who okay. just like lip syncs and winks. And I guess he's hot, but like apparently there are all these middle-aged women obsessed with him to the point that they send him an allowance they mm. gather money to send him thousands of dollars a month. Good, he's fin like, him. Get it. Yeah, that, I feel it, the same way. Yeah. That's awesome. How many men are doing this to female TikTokers? I'm, I'm glad that it's happening in the opposite direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't know, it, but it seems very manipulative too, which is fine. But like, there, I get. But I guess the fan base is all like turning on each other and fighting. Of each course, other oh my God. some people are trying to like have been showing up at his house to try and give him Christmas no. gifts, and there's just like, no. there's like a creepy stalker Wait, element sorry. to it. Did you say this is a child? Is he over eighteen? I think he is like twenty-one. Right? I think okay. he's like twenty or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but they're showing up to the house. I think he still lives out with his mother and giving <laughs> oh. them. Christmas. Oh my yes. god! What is his his mom is like? These women that I should be playing bridge with are like showing up. To, like, <laughs> yeah. they love they love my son. What the hell? It's yeah, and it's just I watched the videos and I was like, this is fucking bizarre because like he doesn't lip sync well, and it's literally just him being like, like I don't know, like moving his shoulders and just kind of like, yeah. I think it's just because he's lip syncing to songs that they listen to in their teens, and they like have some weird flashback it's connection connecting thing, some dots yeah Ooh, yeah it's uh wow. it was a corner of the internet that i was like i'm not prepared for this right now wow like, that's yeah. grim it's, it's grim. oh it's extremely grim <laughs> i did remember one more celebrity encounter oh, oh let's yes. hear it. excellent okay. so i did um there's a crossword show have you guys heard of the crossword show mm -mm. it's like zach sherwin's show where oh yeah 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 you yeah. like anyways he's very talented he does his crossword show 
Mm-hmm. I was a guest on it. They did it at Dynasty. Apparently, Natalie Portman came to the show, mm. um, and uh, she was there, whatever. And I knew she was like in the audience, but I was like, whatever. And I was like, I think I did pretty well on that show. I'm not gonna lie, I think I killed it. Mm-hmm. And then after the show, we're we're all just like hanging out, talking in the in the hallway. I did not know she. I don't. She's much smaller than you think she's going to be. She's like tiny. That tracks. Yeah. Right. So I'm just like talking with other people. She walks by and she goes, you were great. And I just think it's like a regular old person. I was like, yeah, thanks. And then she walks out and I was like, oh, that was Natalie Portman. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) What would you have done if you'd known? Would you have been like, I'm going to have a conversation with you? Um, I think I would have been less like dismissive of if it was just like, you know, I thought it was just like a regular old fan to being like, Hey, you were great. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, what am I going to do? I was talking with somebody else. Yeah. 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 I love garden state. (laughs) (laughs) More black swan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, they should make a sequel. Would love to see a God, A prequel. Let's see how I they got there. I would watch a series. I would watch any any time Natalie Portman wants to be a ballerina. I will watch it. Oh, a hundred percent more ballerina, please. Yeah, yeah. All right, Let's we're gonna go watch Black pitch Swan. That yeah. we'll uh, yeah, yeah. We'll be back in a second, everybody. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Irene. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, we're gonna play a game and ask you some questions. It's called Who, What, When, Where, Why, and you'll hear that with the very exciting theme song. Who, what, where, when, who, what, where, when, who, what, where, when, who, what, where, when, Wow. Okay. Irene, who did you want to be growing up? Um, I, well, I wanted to be a basketball player, like in the NBA. Does that count? So Yeah, a thousand percent. <laughs> who was your team? Did you play a lot of basketball? Uh, the San Antonio Spurs um, mm-hmm. as a child. Now I like the Warriors. And um, what did you say, Brandy? Did you play a lot of basketball growing up? Yes, I played every day after school. Nice. How like far did you go in... I played through middle school, and I probably could have played um, JV in high school, but I didn't go to the second day of tryouts for some reason. Do you remember what you did? You don't remember? Self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. Well, also, the practices are so early in the morning, and I'm not a morning person, so I was like, no. I think, like, through middle school, that's, like, kind of when I stopped doing sports after middle school, seriously, you know, and it's like... I feel like that was good because I don't think I needed to pretend that I was going to go to call it. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll let's become, just call a spade a spade. This I'll is... become a theater kid. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking, yeah, do this past this. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I never did sports because my parents told me I was bad at them. Because I was oh, a child. Really? Yeah, because I was a child actor. And so literally I didn't have any free time. Like all, I was always going to either rehearsals or auditions or whatever. So like. I danced, so it's not like they told me I wasn't, like, physically capable of doing physical things, but they were just like, eh, you don't need to try sports. You're not good at them. And then I became an adult, and I was like, I'm a jock. Yeah. <laughs> a thousand percent. That's so funny. <laughs> marathons You seem like you should be on all the teams. You're I agree. was on no teams, ever. Never. Wow. wow. Yeah. Oh, man. I also, Irene, wanted to be in the NBA. I was like, I'm going to be the first female player in the NBA. Same. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I like I think the WNBA. I don't remember when the W. No, it was NBA. definitely a thing when I was a kid, but it wasn't. Yeah, cool. I was like still like I'm gonna become the first woman in the yeah. NBA. I mean, I think yeah. the WNBA had just kind of started. It wasn't. Like I think so. Yeah, full yeah. fledged as it is now, but like <laughs> even when I was a kid, it's like it wasn't cool, which you know is a shame. I mean, right. I still think that they could put a lot more money into marketing and making the WNBA oh, 100%. way more cool. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. actually a huge problem. And also, I do feel that the I, I actually think there are probably women that could play in the NBA. Like, basketball is one of those sports where mm-hmm. I'm like, I actually, I the, yeah, I think, I think sports are sexist anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Huh. And that's why we all stopped playing them. That's why. <laughs> I know there's a couple of like comic uh like lady comic leagues uh that do basketball stuff now mm-hmm. in, in LA. I know there are, but they always time the time commitments cut I'm like, yeah. I can't like show up for all this shit. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I do I like I'm on like a email list for like a pickup softball game. I pl- I played softball up until tenth grade and then Oh wow, I can see that. I just didn't have to, yeah. I'm, I've, I was a pretty good softball player, uh, but then you know, band kind of took over all the all the extra time and everything. But I like I like playing a lot. I just haven't, you know. I feel like I would be, yeah. I haven't really played a sport in so long. I feel like I almost don't want to because you know I will not be as agile as I used to be, and I'll probably be depressed about well, man, how I, hard it is. I remember maybe. Seven or eight years ago, trying to do a pickup uh, kickball game with a bunch of comedians. And I'll tell you, we had like 15 people come out. 14 of them did not know the rules to kickball. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Nobody is, nobody's a jock here. Nobody, nobody knows kickball. <laughs> and it was truly insane. Trying to explain that game to adults. Isn't it just baseball? With- it's baseball yeah. with your foot, right? Yes. Yes, yeah, okay. but they didn't know how baseball. Worked. I'm like, do I know the rules? Yeah, yes. I was like, I was like, I don't know how to explain this to you if you just don't have it in. If you don't know how to play kickball or baseball in your bones, I was like, so when do you run to the bases? And I was like, uh, I, a coach should have taught you this when you were five. I don't know. I, I feel like we played it like during like gym class. Like we always played yeah. like kickball or baseball or like one of those. It's like you should it know the rules. It sounds like you just got yeah. one of those things, Brandy, where you know when you put out something and you're like, hey, mm-hmm. I have a thing. And everyone who comes is just desperate for human interaction. Yes. They don't necessarily know how to play yeah. the thing that you're asking about. That's exactly what happened. It was hardcore, like, indoor kid energy. And then I was like, okay, let's play ultimate Frisbee instead. And then nobody could catch a Frisbee. And I was like, let's just eat lunch and go home. Okay. <laughs> everyone just sit on the picnic table. Irene, do you play any of these pickup games? Um, n- nobody invites me to these things. Oh, well, I I, I, I was like a kid jock. I like playing sports, but nobody invites me to anything. So, well, I think I am on the like the softball uh, email. Mm -hmm. Some of the comics play softball. Right. Yeah, Um, I'm on there. But yeah, it's like, yeah, I just never. Yo, I want to be on the softball email. My schedule. Add me the softball email. (laughs) I I just got on it the other day. It's John Ozelay's. hook you up yeah they play i think they play every sunday but i'm like mm-hmm. i'm on the road a lot so sunday's like when yeah. i travel back <laughs> yeah, and tough. i can't do it or i'm just really tired yeah. right i'm like if you if you want to do like a wednesday at noon oh 100 then... mid-week you know yeah. yeah yeah great for comics yeah yeah exactly well that's when i like to roller skate if anyone has skates i'm all about a lunchtime mm-hmm. skate Irene's like fuck roller no. skater no desire yeah yeah <laughs> I'm just in yeah I'm not gonna embarrass I can't do it <laughs> it is really embarrassing well yeah. for, I like a sport that I can win 
Mm. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Like a goal. You're competitive. Roller skating is a, yeah, roller skating is like a, you just do it for yourself. And I don't like that. <laughs> no, thank you. I want to crush someone. <laughs> do you still watch a lot of basketball? Um, I'll watch okay. it sometimes. You know, I like to watch okay. the Warriors play. Um, that's probably my team. It's just right so now. much time investment. Like I miss yes. watching. I used to be really into it and I miss it, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I don't have fucking time for this. They're There's playing so like all games. the time. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Same with baseball. There's like a hundred games a year. I'm like, yeah. I'm yeah. doing comedy. Like, yeah, I know. And I, I I'm t- I'm a fair weather sport. Like I'll get in at the end when the, the annoying person who just watches the finals. It's like, sorry, mm-hmm. I don't have time to re- for the rest 100%. of hundred percent. You know, I do that to the bachelor sometimes. Sometimes you just got to cut to the finals. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but I feel like, like that's kind of the nice thing about doing stand-up though is like I feel like that's a lot of times when I do watch basketball or baseball is like when I get early to a show I can catch like a quarter mm-hmm. while I'm waiting for the show to start at the bar or whatever and right. like I feel like I never I rarely watch like a whole game it's just like alright let me yeah. check in with this game for gotcha I don't really know how how to watch it it's like basketball and, and uh, hockey I never really watched growing up so I don't like Mostly, it's just like watching people go back and forth. So I don't really understand the like right, d- yeah. The if drama you don't like know what the hell's going happening. on, it's like oh, this is pointless. Yeah, I That's remember how I learning, feel about like, hockey. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay. I know that impressive things are happening, and they're running quite a bit. But it's like hard for I just don't know like <laughs> what the strategy or the plays or you know I just don't right, know how to right. watch it. <laughs> I remember when that clicked for me with football. I was like, "Oh, things are happening. Got it. There's a lot happening here. I, I had to like it. play, yeah." J- yeah. Playing John Madden made me understand what football was. Oh, yeah. Madden helps a lot with that. Um, living in a Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings helped me understand what football is. Um, <laughs> but I think with, with basketball, what helps mm-hmm. is, like, you just need to find a player that you love to watch. Like, mm-hmm. you just need to find a player right. who's, like, yeah, really yeah, fun yeah. to watch and, like, focus on him or them because then they'll have, like, their other players that they – kind of work with a lot and then from there you'll start to get the dynamic of the team yeah I mean Steph Curry's really fun to watch on the Warriors or Mm -hmm. LeBron they're all like really hot Mm -hmm. too which helps yeah I mean that's what got me I was just obsessed with I was obsessed with the backup point guard on the Jazz and then I became obsessed with basketball Yeah. so just my little horny tween self (laughs) who's the backup point guard what? Who was the backup what? point guard? His, name, his name's Howard Isley. <laughs> he was John Stockton's backup point guard, and I was that's like, what I'm saying. I was like, who was John Stockton's backup player? <laughs> I know. Well, obviously, he didn't play very often. Yeah. He was not. I, I was such. That's t- very me. Like, choose the like most random underdog <laughs> that no one is paying attention to, and that's what got um, you obsessed with Utah Jazz. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I like went to a game and wrote his name across my forehead. <laughs> oh my god, you were the only one that did that. Oh yeah, yeah. I Ever was. In the I was the very ridiculous with it. Yeah, um, me and our yeah baby Eric uh, wrote a song called Howard Isley Number Ten. You're the best. <laughs> wrote a whole thing for him, and then he went on to like play. He went on. He was a one like a coach or something for the Clippers, like after that and i don't know where he is now but anyway shout out howard if you're listening shout out howard big fan <laughs> and once again big fan. i feel like we have to wrap up all sports conversations by saying joe buck sucks joe buck sucks <laughs> That's do you know thing. who joe buck is irene i don't can you tell from my blank expression i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> he's an announcer for the nfl i think he used to be a player but everyone who likes football hates him so if you ever want to oh. get in a football conversation just say joe buck sucks 
Okay. Yeah. Irene, we have another question for you. What's the catch? What's the catch? What's the catch? <laughs> Sorry, some of these questions. Are just, they're open-ended. They're open to open-ended. interpretation. I feel like that's like a clean way of saying snatch. Mm. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What's catch, the catch and snatch are kind of interchangeable. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. So the catch is a yeah. snatch. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> I like that. Perfect. Okay. Irene, what is your top travel destination? Hawaii. Mm. Have you been? I finally went for the first time this year. Absolutely love it. Can't wait to go back. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Which uh, which islands do you go to? I did the very touristy thing of going to Oahu, Waikiki Beach, and doing all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, still loved it. So I can't wait to go to the other islands. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I guess I've been... Yeah, I, I've gone to Maui, which is also touristy, I feel like. So I don't know if mm-hmm. there's any really getting away from that unless you're going to like, you know, some yeah. really deserted yeah. place. But yeah. Man, yeah. the shaved ice did on you, the North Shore. What did you do? I did not what? go to the North Shore. I basically was just at the beach. Um, I went during January when everybody got COVID again. And yeah. <laughs> I still, knock on wood, have not gotten COVID. So I went. And uh, yeah, I just... Um, just ate, was at the beach, walked around. That's it. Did you snorkel or anything? Did you see? No, me? I literally did what I just said. I ate. <laughs> <laughs> the beach, the beach is snorkel adjacent. Okay, yeah. sure. But I did not snorkel, which I will <laughs> next time. Do it. But I did almost nothing. Yeah. You just had a vacation as vacation. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'm tired. I won't be on the beach in some oh sun. Oh, my God. I That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. I had a Fuck similar yes. vacation in Hawaii in December, actually. And it was, like, same thing. It was, like, we made no plans, no agenda, just mm-hmm. sat our asses on the beach. And I always say I want to do that, but that was the first time I've actually Whoa. done that. Oh, just froze. Just froze. I agree. I recommend. <laughs> she made no plans, and then she froze. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Irene? Where... Am I freezing? Oh, shit. You, you did freeze for a okay. second. Okay. There we go. You're good, I think. Cool. Um, we can just edit that out. We can just edit that out and move on. Okay. Um, all right, Irene, when is the best time to leave a party? Oh, I go for 45 minutes to an hour and then I leave. <laughs> <laughs> what what at what point do you get to the party when does your when does your clock oh, that's start? a good question because yeah what era of the party are you attending yeah. um i try not to go right when the party starts because then you kind of feel obligated to stay because nobody's there you know i try to go when it's peak everybody's there and then so when i leave nobody notices that i've left Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ideal. So like I kind of go toward the middle or toward the end and I go for a little bit. And if people are a little too drunk, I'm like, perfect. I'm like, I got to pee. And then I dip. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like especially because most parties we all go to is all sh- people we fucking see all the time. I so know. you're like, yeah. I don't need to say goodbye. It d- really does yeah. not matter. <laughs> yeah, I used to like try. Well, I used to feel like guilty that people like, oh, you should stay. You know, I would feel bad. I would stay longer. And now I straight mm-hmm. up will tell people I'm like, I'm going home. Like, I don't care. Oh, like, yeah. in the middle of a conversation, I'm like, I'm just going to leave. I'm leaving now. I don't care. We're yeah. not doing this pretend thing. I'm going home. Yeah, like, yeah. You should stay. I'm like, no, I'm going why? to bed You're right like, now. like, why? I don't want to be here. Who why cares? would I stay? Yeah. 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 I do what I want now. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I showed face and now I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I yeah, just say- I have- 
I have like a very like ch- like 180 when I'm ready when I'm done you know and it, I do it does like I feel rude but I just am like I can't I'm done like I gotta go <laughs> so I just yeah I'm just like I'm out sorry it's it's over can I just say shout out to the smoking circle at a party because that generally is where I will plant because it feels like the way to like get everybody for a few minutes and I don't even smoke and then I just can bounce it's like from the soft there. exit yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's a good soft exit spot just to see everybody <laughs> on the way in then you're like oh cool I don't need I don't even see them on the inside I can just leave from here wow yeah, yeah I don't Have smoke a- either and I feel like people definitely know I don't smoke so it's hard for me to like do smoking <laughs> things yeah yeah have you ever spent an entire party just outside, not gone in, just with the smokers? Oh yeah, wow. multiple times. Wow, Off, there's that that happens pretty often where I'll just be outside in the circle because, like, I don't know. I yeah, it's people will like come in, you chat with them for a second outside, then they go in. You're like, cool. You going inside is me saying goodbye. Is how I feel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's always rough, like on both ends when you are the first person to a party, but when you're throwing a party, you're begging for that first person to come yes. because. You yes. need yes. someone. But if you're that life raft person, you have to like feel you're like you do stuck. have to stay there for like the yeah, you're like, I have to stay here until this transitions into an actual event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually start showing up here. That's why I actually think it's good um to have your first people um have them tapped. They know who they yeah, are. Yeah, it's good to be like, all right, come a little bit early to do something. Yeah, or like I have one friend who, because we talked, I think, last episode or episode before about how most of us are habitually late, but I have a friend who's habitually early, and which can be like really stressful, of course, you know, um, but it's nice in a party situation because they always know she's going to be the first to arrive, and it's kind of like, okay, great, that's going to be kind of, and they're at, she likes being the first, is happy mm-hmm. to be there. Right, you just know, you're like, this is the deal. Yeah. 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 Do you like do you like to throw a party, Irene? No. <laughs> I mean so I feel indignant. like that's obvious from what I just said about me trying to leave the party. I know. I just I just wanted I wanted to give you the opportunity oh, no, to no 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 no, no, no. I um, I never want to throw a party. I had a like a very casual birthday gathering last year, like just like in a park. I'm like, whoever I'm like, just come if you want or don't come. Honestly, don't come. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) some people did come and it was still too many people. And I, you know, I felt like I had to make people meet each other if they didn't already know each other. It's Mm -hmm. you're like playing host the whole time. I'm like, Oh God. Well, yeah, comedy makes it hard too, because you're like, you get from like inviting one to 50 very 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 quickly yeah, yeah. and then you're like oh i don't even necessarily want to see all of them but i ha- i just accidentally have done this oops yeah it's like it's like friends that aren't friends with each other but we're yeah. friends with all of them but then it's like i can't wait to never do that again <laughs> <laughs> even thinking about it it makes me annoyed I'm like oh god <laughs> okay this is you're gonna Okay, just answer this however you feel. Okay. Irene, why don't we just table this for next week? Yeah, good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be back next week. Just kidding. Thanks. Everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. It's Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm still Irene. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, we're going to do a lady problem. You know the drill. If you want to send one to us, you can. You can give us a phone call at 323-6-BUT-30. You can also send us an email at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Let's go for it. We did um, do an episode recently where someone had called in and left us some lady problem covers, so please feel free to do that. We love to hear those. Mm-hmm. Love to hear them. Hi, ladies. Um, I just had a very cathartic cry to the chick's cover of The Landslide, and um, I just thought I would call about my lady problem. So, for reference, I'm 25 years old, and I've been in a relationship for about five years. Um, we've been long distance for a minute because of our careers and I've just like found myself like pushing away when he would mention like moving back in together, like finding jobs near each other and just had like a lot of doubts about like the longevity of our relationship and like pressure to decide if I wanted to like spend the rest of my life with him, even though we do have a lot in common. Um, I just had like a nagging feeling that I needed to leave. So yeah, I decided to end things. Um, and I thought I would feel relieved, but I'm, like, a couple weeks out of the breakup, and I miss him a lot, and I just, like, feel really bad about, like, hurting him and knowing that, like, I can't contact him. So I guess my question is, like, have you ever ended a relationship with someone that, like, you still love and care for, and, like, how do you know that you made the right choice, and, like, how do you cope with that? Um, I don't know. I've been going to therapy and, like, my therapist told me to keep in mind that it was like a kindness to him, but yeah, I'm just really sad. Okay, bye. Oh, I'm sorry. Aww. I think all of list- us are just like making sad faces. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think listening to all of the different covers of Landslide is definitely a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, uh, Let us, I version. listen to a lot of Taylor Swift when I'm sad. Yes, yeah. Taylor Swift, great breakup no matter what place you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's tough when you end something when it's not like a, when it's not a definite, like, I this is like raw, you know, when they're obviously not super wrong for you or something. That's when it's mm-hmm. that kind of like gray area that's, I think, really hard to make a choice and then like know if you feel right about it. So, yeah, so I get it. And especially, you know, someone who you still love and respect, it's really hard Um yeah, I think in some ways it is easier if someone's definitively a piece of shit to you because you can kind of have that moment of like, ah, I'm going to burn the whole memory of you. But like it's much more ambivalent, I think, of a feeling when it's someone that you just know it wasn't right. But there's it's no indictment on them as a person. It's just like the two of you together. Um, yeah, and it sucks. <laughs> it's really sad and it yeah. sucks. And I think you just need to like, it's just one of those things of like, I think just accepting, like, there's no way for you to get through this other than to just go through it. Like, you're just, all you can do is process it and, like, and avoid the temptation to contact this person because I think that can definitely be there um, in a situation Mm -hmm. like this because I think it's a little bit easier to say, okay, well, we can still be friends. I kind of want to check in on them and see how they're doing. But I, I would really try to avoid that temptation. But, yeah, I mean, just get through this period. Yeah, listen to sad music eat ice cream I don't know like watch sad movies and like just 
allow yourself to process the sadness, I think is really all you can do. Yeah, I agree. And uh, hang out with your friends. I feel like that always helps me. Yes. Yeah. It's so tough. Like, cause you know, you're losing your like number one companion. So it sounds like that's a lot of what she's, she's like dealing with the grief of like, Oh my God, who, who do I talk to about all this stuff? Cause mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know, your partner is like not, it's somebody who you talk to about stuff that you ne- not necessarily would talk to everybody else about. So, or tell mm-hmm. every little thing about your life or whatever. And like losing that is really hard. So just understand, yeah, you're going through like a grief process of kind of losing that companionship. And I think that that's re it's really one of the hardest things you can, you can experience like as far as that as loss goes in that way. Um, yeah yeah it can be really hard and like i mean i don't know what your living situation is like but like i I mean i went through a huge breakup and at uh the end of 2019 and like having a roommate for the first time in a decade has been a total blast like in an experience that i didn't think i was ever necessarily going to get again if like Mm -hmm. you know if there's things that like being out of a serious relationship you never thought that you would have again like during you know in the course of that maybe try to be like oh this is my chance that I can actually do some of those things now too yeah and I mean it sounds I I would trust your gut too it's like you made this decision for a reason you know you said like oh we have a lot of things in common and I Mm -hmm. that's you know great but that's not why you stay with somebody and yeah I think like obviously in six months if you are like still feeling this way and if you're like oh I did make a mistake then I would revisit and maybe be like, maybe I do want to try this or something. But I have a feeling that you will, by that point, be like feeling good about your choice and and mm-hmm. having moved on, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, yeah. And you're young. Like, I think you're really going to probably look back on this decision and be really glad you made it. I would remind yourself how, of that, how old too. Is She's 25? She? She's 25. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They were together from 20 to 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. such a – well, it makes so much sense why you'd want to hold on to him too because that's such like mm-hmm. a formative time, an important time in your life. And, of course, you probably experienced a lot of things together and it's like, but this is the guy who I experienced that with. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense why you want to hold on to that. But um, it's yeah. – I think I think just try to also think about the exciting aspects of it that, you know, you're going to be able to experience things a little bit differently and maybe a little bit more – freely mm-hmm. than you would have otherwise well and also like what a gift to have had a partner that you know you do love and treated you well because you you're starting at 25 with a bar that is very high about mm-hmm. how you deserve to be treated and you know that and that totally. is what a what a beautiful way to, to have the rest of your 20s start from <laughs> you know yeah now you you'll shut down assholes you know way faster than <laughs> than, than you might have yeah <laughs> yeah but you got this keep listening to landslide hmm. all the versions <laughs> find all the sad playlists and um yeah wait has she listened to landslide the glee version that one always oh. cry. don't listen to that one <laughs> it's not good the glee version isn't good no, I like it. Oh, yeah. I usually <laughs> like the okay, Glee okay. versions of things. Yeah, that one yeah. made me cry. Aw. Yeah, well. give your, just lock yourself in a room for 24 hours and listen to every Landslide <laughs> cover. Or, or any, all, all, I'll, I'll say all Stevie Nicks can go on the playlist because mm-hmm. she's just good mm-hmm. to listen to. Okay. Yeah. Get a black shawl and like really 
do it. Yeah, you know, spell the demons. Yes. yes. Have you lit a candle and let it into the ocean uh, to celebrate the end of this relationship? Maybe do something. Uh, maybe, on, do a do a do death a ritual charge for your yeah. relationship. Have like some sort of like a fun ritual. Maybe I don't know. That could be fun or not. Maybe <laughs> go for it. <laughs> All right. Should we do we one got? more? Hey, ladies. Um, not a first time caller, but I do have a new problem that I need lady advice to get over. Um. I have developed, I would call it friendship anxiety. Um, over the pandemic, you know, I've gotten very um, introverted, and I'm a very introvert, extrovert, love being around people. But now I have a hard time texting new friends or, you know, I get really anxious when I'm about to start a conversation with somebody that I don't know, um, and I'm about to move to a new city. And I need to make friends. So what's your advice of getting over like texting, texting, texting anxiety to a friend or just worrying about saying the right thing to somebody that I've never met? Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you, ladies. And I hope you all are doing well. I mean, I think so many people are going through this, like reentering society and talking to people. I, you know, I'm someone who I never really thought I had a lot of social anxiety, but like it has really reared its head. Um after you know lockdown and stuff and it yeah you just kind of have to go with it and I think knowing that everyone is experiencing a similar thing is helpful because it's like whatever like no one's I think no one's really paying attention to like I never think like whoa that guy was weird you know what I mean it's just like I you don't really clock it I don't think when someone like has that kind of anxiety yeah, I think everyone's brains are screaming, oh, God, at them. But you don't <laughs> hear everybody else's brains. You only hear your own. <laughs> right. I feel like I always appreciate when someone, like, reaches out to me, like, wants to hang out that I haven't, like, heard from in a long time. Because I also sometimes will have anxiety. I'm like, oh, like, should I, to, like, reach out? And then I'm always, like, I'm almost always really happy that someone's like, hey, let's hang out. I'm like, oh, my God, thank God you initiated this so I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. You know? So kind of viewing it like, you know, it's kind of a present that you're giving somebody else, too. Because they probably also want to hang out and are feeling the same way. Yeah. 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 I mean, people are going to be That's happy to hear true. from you. And like, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's similar to like when I take dance class, sometimes I get in my head of like, oh, I'm fucking up the step or like, and then that makes me fuck up more and everything. And then I'm like, oh, no one even notices me because everyone else is so worried about their own shit that like literally no one sees me fucking up. And I would just maybe try to like extend that mentality to the social stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. Like what they said, like no mm-hmm. one, the little awkwardnesses that you're perceiving in your head that you're like repeating over and over again was like a blip on a radar that no one even noticed. So yeah, don't trip. Yeah. That's my advice. Don't trip. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe, maybe it's like, I don't know if like you're like a goal oriented person or something, but maybe it's like setting like a, to help yourself get over this being like, I'm going to text one to two people today a day yeah. to like work your, you know, set a goal for yourself to like be able to get over that kind of thing. To be like, all right, I'm going to reach out to two different people like a day for a week or something and then just see how it goes just to that way you don't just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you do have to chase that a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I was trying, I didn't follow through on this, but there was something I really liked and I'm not saying this is a different thing because this is, I think socially you're not going to deal with a-, a lot of rejection, but like in my uh, career, I was like so scared of ever asking for things or contacting people. And uh, there was a thing where I was like, 
called chasing rejection where you're like, I want, I want to try and get rejected a hundred times over this year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just means that you're asking for shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think it's just like, yeah, setting a goal for yourself. That's like, fuck it. I'm going to do this this many times this week and like, see what happens because it's only going to become easier, you know, mm-hmm. and you're going to see that it's like not a huge deal. And yeah. And like Irene said, people are going to be excited. Like people want to do shit and hear from people. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's also like, I don't know, I think that's about comedy sometimes of like, actually, like, the stakes are so low right now. Like, nobody's life is on the line. No countries are going to go to war over this. Like, this at worst case scenario, somebody doesn't laugh right now. And my ego gets a little bit bruised. And like, same thing with like a social situation. Like, actually, nothing is really on the line. Even if you do have kind of an awkward interaction, it's mean, it's fine. Everyone is fine. You're fine. Everything is fine. It's all good. You know, like. I know it's wild how we just like drive ourselves crazy over like maybe saying something a little off and it's like, it does not matter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like like, it's all good. Spend like hours and hours and then it's like it really like legitimately did not matter. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. And like you're also you're a person that's making like a big move. Like you are you have this the you have this in you you can you can do this you can overcome this because so many people can't even do that like that's the thing that so many people are like i could never i could never move and you're doing it like you you're you're capable of 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 all of these things you got this yeah and if nothing else at the end of the day like we would say if you're moving somewhere and you're trying to meet new people take a class do something where you're around the same people week after week or whatever and like Mm -hmm. you're gonna talk to each other and become friends it's just what's gonna happen so if you're looking for that you know, place, just find Mm -hmm. something where you regularly meet people for, you know, a week or two or whatever, and you will end up like making friends. I think that's the best way to overcome that stuff. Cause it's not like, hello, we are new. We are friends. You just kind of get to know each other over the course of time. Yeah. And I think like all, I mean, it feels like a lot of adults are also like, Oh, like everybody's going through this. Everyone's trying to figure out new friends. So like it, it is such a compliment when somebody like actually also wants to makes the, the effort to want to hang out with you. It's like, oh, you, you think I, you think I'm cool? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to be my friend? That okay. always feels good. Exactly. Yeah, it does feel nice. <laughs> so have fun doing mm-hmm. brunch with your new friends mm-hmm. and uh, tell them about Lady to Lady. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And if you could just like tell everyone to listen to our podcast also, that would be great. Um, <laughs> yes, that would I'm give you guys. just using... That's when I turn every lady problem into yeah. no. Because then you guys will have the podcast to talk about. Oh my That's god. That's true. Perfect. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Irene, tell everybody about your album, where they can get it, and where they can find you and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I have an album that just came out. Um, it's called We're Done Now. And uh, you can buy it on iTunes and Bandcamp and um, other places, but those are probably the two easiest and best ways to buy the album and support me. If you like my comedy, um, I think you'll like the album. And if you don't, don't tell me. Um, yeah. <laughs> is otherwise, first is this your first one? This is my very first album. Yes. So wow. it's uh, kind of best of hits from uh, some of my oldest jokes I ever wrote, and then some pretty new ones that I liked that I stuck on the album. Awesome. So I think it's fun. Uh, you know. Take, take a listen and uh, I'm going I'm on tour a lot so you can go to my website also it has the album info and where you can see me live it's irene2.com you can also follow me on social media at irene underscore two that's t-u 
Yeah, you guys seriously go buy her album, see her live. She's so funny and you will love it. So go check her out. Heck yeah. Yeah. Everybody, we'll talk to y'all next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Three, two, three, six but thirty. It's six but thirty somewhere. Hi, ladies. Just listen to your episode with Arden and the question about how to break up with a hairstylist who's your friend. Uh, of course, the best thing for the friendship is to just have the hard conversation, but whole episode I was saying in my head, think of the gift card excuse. All you do is tell your most generous family member how badly you want to go to some other salon and hint, hint, receive the gift card, book the appointment, and then later you just apologize to your friend hairdresser. Oh, I had a gift card. Um, I had to try it at this new place. You know, my family member sent me some, some money for somewhere new. At least then you're telling the truth, even if the family member was kind of in on your excuse. And then you get that first appointment out of the way and you have a reason to maybe be a little more comfortable telling the truth to your friend. But sounds like a hard situation. So, uh, good luck. Bye. Hi, ladies. First time caller, long time listener. I was just listening to your public nap episode. And as a narcoleptic, a person with narcolepsy, I would just want to say I nap everywhere. I have fallen asleep at a KISS concert, fell asleep standing three people away from Metallica, indoor monster trucks. Um, every time I go to a football game, lots of concerts, movie theaters. Like, I mean, so if you're sleeping everywhere, I want to look into narcolepsy. Just a little hint for you. Have a wonderful day. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Listen, follow, and leave us a review on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget... You can listen to new episodes one week early on Amazon Music or early and ad-free plus bonus episodes by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.